Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. Howdy ho, Beak Nicks. I'm Dr. Heisenberg. Howdy ho, Beak Nicks indeed. Johnny, yeah, Saturday morning I read this article. Right? Um, and it, it said apparently Warren Buffett gave, there was a, some kind of charity auction kind of thing. And he donated lunch with himself. Which, okay. alright, I can see there's a market for that sometimes. Well, that's too. not the donation, that's the prize, but yeah, yeah. Well, no, he donated it for people to bid on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, his donation was a prize, you know, yeah. So, uh, apparently, uh, uh, they announced that uh, somebody the won the auction, it was anonymous at the time, they bid like $3.4 million to have lunch with Warren Buffett. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's Mitt Romney. It's Mitt Romney. He's going to try to sit down with Warren and talk him out of liking poor people. There's there's a couple possibilities here, right? Obviously, someone who's going to throw three point four million dollars down the drain like that. Well, to, to have lunch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, down the drain, down the drain. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's not a millionaire anymore. That's going to yeah. be like a fucking billionaire, right? Yeah, no, that's three point four dollars on something that you are eventually going to poop out. Yes, it's uh, yeah, yeah. That's is that's just way too much money to cast away flippantly unless you have. Many, many more times money than that. Like, and it's just lunch with Warren Buffett. They don't, they don't like give him. A, he doesn't give him a hand job or anything, right? I mean, like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, unless that's what lunch with Warren Buffett is always like. I, I, I've not heard that. I mean, for all I know, it might be in some kind of lubed up leather bar or something, and you know, they go nuts. But as far as I know, Warren Buffett is a regular person who eats like soup and sandwiches. Okay. Right? Yeah, I mean, maybe really good sandwiches, but sandwiches, yeah. You, you have to assume they're an upgrade, just because they cost more money, but I assume he eats food yeah. at places with food. That's how it works, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, on the one hand, I guess it could be someone who wants, like, I don't know, his tips on becoming even richer or something, which seems like a bad idea. Yeah, because you've got $3.4 million. I think that's tip number one. It's like, don't spend that much on lunch. Right, right. right. Your advice is, yeah, don't waste money like that. I think is is would be the takeaway, yeah. and and maybe maybe it's something incredibly crazy, right? Like somebody doesn't have any money, and they bid that, thinking, "Well, I'll pay them later after Warren Buffett teaches me how to get super rich, and then that won't mean nothing, and I'll just owe them three point four million dollars." I don't think that's how it works. So if this I'm, is I'm what sure this, it's not. if this is what this guy did, he's got to be wrong, yeah. right? But maybe maybe it's just like I mean I got to assume Warren Buffett knows the other billionaires. Yeah, there aren't many. He'll take a call. Yeah. You know. If you're the kind of person who can drop $3.4 million on lunch, I'm, I'm sure you can at least get Warren Buffett on the phone. Right. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. So like his people. Maybe know? it's a buddy of his. Like, um, maybe he always has lunch with his friend uh, Gerard, okay, on Thursdays. That guy sounds rich. Yeah. Yeah. And this week, Warren was like, oh, by the way, I donated our lunch to uh, a, a charity auction, so... Um, I can't have lunch with you. I'll see you the following Thursday. And Gerard's like, uh-uh, no, you're my friend. Gerard's a jealous shitbag. Gerard gets super jealous, yeah. and he keeps bidding up the auction yeah. until no one else can afford it. And he's like, oh, we're having lunch. Surprise, it was me. Or it's like he was always going to have lunch with this guy, and, 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 and Gerard here, feeling like a nice guy, is like, you know what, Warren? This week when we have lunch, I'm also going to donate $3.4 million to charity. And Warren's like, oh, yeah, they're bitching at me to do something for that, too. I'll put the lunch up as part of the auction. Yeah. And, and then it's like, 
you know, you could have just given that money to charity and let someone who didn't have $3.4 million get get lunch with you. Because at that point, if it's just like, you know, two buddies having lunch right. and one of them also decides to donate money to charity, that's like you go to the charity bachelorette auction and you bid on your sister to be nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I guess it's kind of a way to get out of it, which is sort of clever. And I mean, it's good that whoever donated $3.4 million, that's yeah. cool. But I feel like this just highlights, you know, I've, I've been thinking about billionaires, right? If Warren Buffett wanted to get out of it, he could have just he could have just had a boat in the auction instead of lunch with him. That's true. Yeah. He didn't actually have to do anything. He could have just he could said, have, buy my boat. He could have bought a new boat that yeah. he didn't like and just sold that or yeah. gave that away. Yeah. So you're you're right. That's that's weird thinking. But but I was thinking like if you think about it just in terms of what billionaires could theoretically do versus what they have done, I have to conclude that every billionaire in human history has has not lived up to their potential. Oh, yeah. Okay? Like, like we have multiple billionaires on the planet Earth right now that are alive and have billions and billions of dollars. Yes, they do. We have zero colonies on Mars. We have zero, you know, dinosaur farms. You know, we don't have... An endless supply of, like, solar panels and windmills giving us, you know, limitless free energy. Yeah. But we have billionaires. So, why? Right? Yeah. No, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That's fucking bullshit. They're doing it wrong. They should be fucking giving money to weird inventor guys who build cool sh- who build cool shit, but they build one of them and maybe they take it to a fucking maker fair. Right. To, to, to produce that on a mass scale so your average Joe fuckface like me can buy one. I mean, just, just like, nothing in terms of, like, economic policy or, like, fairness or equality or anything like that. Yeah. Just saying in, ter- in raw terms of money as a means to do things. Yeah. Because that's what it is. There are things I can't do because I don't have money that I would do if I had money. I can't go to the space station. Exactly. You can't go to the space station. Mm-hmm. You know, there's we can't necessarily start a business without investment capital, that kind of thing, etc. Just in terms of the amount of things you can do with shit tons of money... And the thing about what they are very specifically not doing? Yeah. 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 Fuck you, billionaires. You're doing it wrong. Buy every baseball team and make them wear dresses. Well, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be top of my list, but... But, yeah, no, I mean, if I ran out of shit to do, that would be on there. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you want to do uh, the show? Yeah, we might as well. Let's, uh, let's get a topic going. Okay. Okay, I've got some dice. Okay, those dice went everywhere. Let's gather them up. Mm. Uh, that is a 12. 12. Oh, 12. oh okay. All right, what's, what's topic number 12, Jenny? Topic number 12 is the inherent problems with raising your own dragon, submitted by Jay in Philadelphia. The inher- Okay, thank you, Jay. Yeah. The problems with raising your own dragon. Now, if you recall, <laughs> way back when on Double Topic Day, uh-huh. uh, we, did a, we did a topic submitted by, by Jay as well. Yeah. Uh, inherent problems with raising your own chimpanzee. Right. Well, this one, I think, gets a little more complicated. Well, yeah, I mean, chimpanzees are real. Yeah, and um, the faces they rip off fucking used to be. Right, we've got we've got news stories from like firsthand anecdotes of things chimpanzees actually do. Yes, and 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 also just from you know naturalists who study how they behave to each other in the wild. Indeed, uh, we've got a, a less of an experience pool for this. I, I just feel like I need to say this right now, ladies and gentlemen. There will be Game of Thrones spoilers in this episode. Oh, fuck loads! So many. Both seasons of the TV show 
And maybe stuff that hasn't been on there yet from the books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, there will be a pretty blonde girl very, very upset about the whereabouts of her dragons. Yeah, yeah. She will say, my dragons, very frequently. We tried making a list about this, right, on the whiteboard? Yeah. And uh, we pretty much only came up with Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. As as people who have had trouble raising their own dragons. Yeah, and that like, guy from that movie, How to Train Your Dragon, which we didn't see. We didn't see that movie. It was uh, like a DreamWorks thing. Yeah, and, and uh, they, they have just left a bad taste in my mouth over the years with their in, in incessant uh, sequelizing of, of Shrek and fucking... You know, Ice Age. Ice Age. Funny zoo animals and shit, you know, like... Making puns about shit that the parents are going to get, but it's not really even that funny for the parents. Oh, right, right, right. The uh, it's got Chris Rock in it. Yeah, that let's escape from the zoo or something. Yeah, I, I forget what it's called. I like that title better. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's escape from the zoo or something. Yeah, I that, guess that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah I, that's the title. I think that's what I've been calling it for like the last eight years. I recall you calling it that when it came out. I actually. never learned the title of it. When the first one came out, I actually recall you saying the exact words, let's escape from the zoo or something. That's what the movie is. That's also guess, the, uh, but then they're still doing stuff. That's also the upcoming sequel to uh, We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, everyone. That will be the last We Bought a Zoo reference in human history. You were here for it. That's what, that's what bad DreamWorks things are missing, is, is they don't have enough Matt Damon. I enjoy Matt Damon. It might actually be true. I like Matt Damon. Matt Damon's the guy you can make fun of, but yeah. nobody actually has anything bad to say about him. Yeah, no, I have, actually, cool I have actually enjoyed him in a number of films. Yeah, no. So, yeah. I like Matt Damon. Yeah, no, yeah. Matt Damon's, Damon's like a good okay guy. guy. Yeah. I mean, I'd be okay if the real Matt Damon bought a zoo. I might go. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, I'd, I'd, I'd go. Real life Matt Damon would probably have a better script than that movie. And Ben Affleck would be there shoveling shit. I'm not a big uh, Ben Affleck fan. Ben Affleck... Well, that's why it'd be funny to see him shoveling shit. Ben Affleck uh, uh, is to Matt Damon as Sean Puffy Combs is to the Notorious B.I.G. Boosh. <laughs> Boosh. Just useless hanger-on yes. that hangs around way longer than he should. Yeah. Yeah. And then takes all the credit. Yeah. Well, the point is that we don't know how to train a dragon because we didn't see a movie about it. I don't care about DreamWorks. So, so, and so, anyway, yeah. that the, the, I mean, from what I heard, that one is you know above most of their other movies. Yeah. But at the same time, as I understand it, the dragon in that movie is nice. In fact, one I, I think what I got from that movie, or from what I got from the trailers for that movie that I didn't see, right, is that you know, hey, if you get a dragon when it's little and you raise it. It turns out nice. If you let it grow up in the wild, it's a dick. Okay. And, I mean, that's true for a lot of animals, that's, you know? That's just a general fact with domesticated animals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You get it like, in its early imprinting stages. Like, you ever see that video on uh, on YouTube of, like, the guys who guys from England who raised a lion, and then they let it go in a wildlife preserve in Africa, and when they went back to see it, the, uh, the guy in charge told them, look, this lion has been in the wild for years now... You know, it has reverted to its instincts. It is not safe to go near him. Right. And then they go and see the lion, and the lion, like, runs up and hugs him and licks their face. It's adorable. Oh, that is super cute. Yeah. Although, I mean, at the same time, like we talked about in the chimpanzee episode, it's still a dangerous animal. Yeah. Um, so there are risks. Yeah, but no, lion will <laughs> fucking eat your ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But they're, <laughs> That's they're, what they do. <laughs> yeah, but there's still a better chance. I mean, you get, like, uh, you see a, a fully grown wild rat. Out in the, you know, subway. Yeah. It's, they're dangerous. They will bite you if they're cornered. Yeah. You get a pet rat from when it's a tiny baby, and you can domesticate it, you can teach it a name, all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah, Little yeah. Tricks. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I trust, you know, some some stranger's pug 
Yeah. More than I trust a feral dog who I know exactly as well as that pug. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, yeah. I have zero experience with both, but I, I trust the one on the leash. Right, that's just domestication. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. I mean, so I guess <clears throat> if that movie's thesis is correct, then yeah, whatever. Dragons, bring them home. Fucking hatch those eggs, you know? Just fucking go wild. Dogs and cats living together. Fucking whatever. It doesn't right. matter. But, yeah, I mean, what do we really know about about dragons, first of all, right? Okay. Uh, they hatch from eggs. They hatch from eggs, They mostly. can fly. They, they breathe fire. The ones with wings can fly. Some of them, let's just say they can fly. They can fly. Most of them can fly. Yeah. Most of the cool ones can fly. Well, I mean, um, although there is the uh, the uh, the four limbs versus six limbs debate, you know. Yeah. Do they have four legs or, you know, two hind legs and two arm-like four legs plus wings? Or do they have hind legs and wings? It depends on the dragon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Daenerys Targaryen's dragons just have hind legs and wings. Yeah, which is the most realistic compared to, you know, animals in our world. Because generally anything with wings, you know, develop those wings from the front lips. Yes. Yeah. Uh, your bats, your birds, yeah. your pterodactyls. Yeah, exactly. I think pterodactyls are a good creature to look at here. Yeah, yeah. They're dragon-ish. Yeah, pterodactyl, dangerous as shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort of birdy and sort of lizardy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eats, yeah. you know, carnivorous as far as we know. I mean, most birds are carnivorous, but that's because they're descended from dinosaurs. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, dinosaurs, not dragons, okay, which is why Mario doesn't count. Yeah. Yoshi's a dinosaur. Yoshi is a dinosaur. Get that out of the way right now. Yeah, no, I, I looked this up because apparently you heard somebody somewhere debating this. I've heard nerds debate this on the internet a number of times, whether or not Yoshi was originally a dragon in the Japanese translation or whatever. As far as we know, not true. Yoshi is a dinosaur. Yeah. Yoshi lives in dinosaur land. In concept art of Yoshi, there is a version where he is a pterodactyl, not any kind of dragon, very definitely a pterodactyl, right. which is a kind of dinosaur. And beyond that, even if the Japanese word for dinosaur comes from like the same root as their word for dragon or whatever, whatever. That's just what they call dinosaurs. That doesn't make them dragons. They don't think a T-Rex was a dragon. They think it was a dinosaur. Right. They understand the difference. The only <laughs> reference I could find was in one of the Super Mario Galaxy games, which take place in space, uh-huh. some character refers to Yoshi as a space dragon. Yeah. And if you are basing your assessment of a game or a game's canon entirely on current generation consoles and or expanded universe material, uh-huh. you're the worst kind of fanboy. <laughs> you're the kind who, who fucking loves the mythology but doesn't acknowledge anything that happened before 2005. Okay? Yeah. You're the kind of person who fucking jacks off to Sonic the Hedgehog's girlfriend or whatever, okay? So, you don't get to have a, you don't get to have a voice in this, because you're not a nerd, you're a furry, okay? So, and not even like a nerd furry. You're the kind of furry who's all fucking spiritual and shit, so fuck off. Right. Okay. So now that we've established Yoshi's not a dragon, and we don't have any interest in seeing that movie? We're left with exactly one individual on our list. Yeah. With, you know, the necessary experience that's been documented for Raising Dragons. Exactly. Because, I mean, it's not as though dragons in fantasy are uncommon, what with it being fantasy and them being fantastical creatures. Right. And it's... Normally they're grown up, like, uh, you know... Yeah. uh, uh, Smaug from uh, The Hobbit, Exactly. And he was purely adversarial, had human-like intelligence, or superhuman intelligence, maybe. Yeah, he was huge and old. You know, he didn't have, like, babies running around or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. He hoarded gold, you know? Yeah. That's a very old school thing for dragons to do. Absolutely, and that's most of the dragons you encounter in, in fantasy yeah. fiction, is they're, they're already been around, they're old, they take care of their yeah. own. And I mean, from the 1960s onward, there has been the sort of uh, trend of uh, dragon riding. 
Oh yeah. But at the same time, then it's the dragon depicted as a as either something with human like intelligence that you forge a partnership with, right? Or like a bond creature. You you find one in the wild and you you know defeat it in friendly combat and it like owes it owes its life to you or whatever you know. Yeah, I mean, and the, to be fair, there are a whole series of, like, uh, fantasy novels about, you know, people living in worlds with lots of dragons and stuff like that yeah. that I haven't read, so if I'm missing something crucial, oh well. As, and you it's know, not as though the Targaryens themselves were not dragon riders. They rode dragons all the fuck over the place and burned down big-ass castles. Right, right. In in A Song of Ice and Fire, the, the dragons are more akin to, you know, semi-intelligent beasts that, you know, you can use in battle or as vehicles... Like a horse or a wolf. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how smart a dragon is. I mean, I'd say maybe, maybe dolphin. Like, maybe not a dolphin who's having a great day, but, you know. Really mean dolphin. Yeah, a real mean dick of a dolphin, yeah. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, they seem to be, you know, smarter than, like, a horse, but maybe not as smart as a human, or if they are as smart as a human, they're not telling us. They certainly are not easy to control, even if you have a bond with them, even if... You personally worked some kind of crazy fire blood magic to bring them into the world. <laughs> yeah. Even then, they're not always going to listen to you, okay? I mean, to get into some stuff that has definitely not been on the show yet, and frankly is in a book you haven't read yet. We said, spoiler alert, I'm at the end of book three, yeah. Storm of Swords. So there, yeah. there are five, so yeah. Johnny's read them all. No, four doesn't have any dragons. Well, force weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, the point is that, yeah, when they start getting big, guess what? you got to let them out to fly around. And this isn't like letting a dog run around the yard, okay? <laughs> this is, okay, the 100-mile radius around where you live is yours, okay? Yeah. It is the domain of the dragons. You are going to steal fuckloads of livestock, and I, poor little Daenerys, have to pay for it all. Maybe one day somebody will show up with a sack of bones and you'll be like, oh, fuck, did he eat your horse? But no, no, that's the skull of a child. (laughs) Living next door to someone who has a a pet dragon, that is going to just ruin your fucking property values. You think living near the projects is bad, that's nothing compared to living near somebody with the dragon. Yeah. Hell, living next door to someone with a big dog is annoying. You know, it's true. They're they, loud. They poop all over your lawn, and they dig stuff up, and they make noise, and yeah, and, uh, and chase your cats. Chase your cats if you yeah. have cats. You won't have them for long, right? If you have indoor cats, they get up on the windows and scare your cats. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and so that's bad enough. So a dragon, that's worse. And again. In both Daenerys' world and, hell, in our world... Right. Dragon lore is somewhere between lost and non-existent. Right. If at some point in our history, let's say hypothetically, oh, dragons did exist, like, you know, a long-ass time ago, and they're all extinct now, and we have forgotten them because we're assholes... We don't remember how to raise them, okay? If some scientist finds a hidden enclave of, of dragons in the in the jungle somewhere, yeah. or in the mountains, or like if they clone some, we aren't going to know the first fucking thing about how to deal with these creatures. You're saying you can't go to PetSmart and get a how-to book? You cannot. No. 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 It'll require generations of observation. Yeah, like yeah. with any domesticated animal. I mean, they're doing research on domesticating foxes in Russia right now, and it's going to take a long time before you feel safe bringing one of those into your house. They will eat your chickens. Yeah. So if you have chickens, you know, just... Probably don't get a fox. Be on the lookout for that. Yeah. 
I mean, the other thing, though, like, you know, specifically about raising a dragon, yeah. you know, that assumes, you know, that at some point you're going to have it when it's little, when it's a baby. Yeah. That's going to draw a lot of attention if you don't live in a dragon-heavy universe. Exactly. And, you know, in, in the case of Daenerys specifically, yeah. you know, you run the risk of people trying to steal them. Oh, yeah. Especially I mean, warlocks. Okay, you've got, like, every so often there's some little human interest story in the news. World's smallest dog, you know? Yeah. That's just a dog, and that's considered newsworthy just because it's a special kind of dog. Okay, right, so and a got, lot of people aren't going to try to steal the world's smallest dog. Well, that's because you can raise your own. Right, you if can you, get another dog. If you've got the only dragon or the only three dragons in the world, yeah. boom, you're People are going to want that. People are going to steal it. You know, or hell, if it was in our world right now, if some guy just showed up and was like, I got three dragons, yeah, guess who wants to dissect them? Everyone. Yeah, yeah. And it, not just, not just uh, uh, fucking people, but also um, governments. Like, say, you know, name any, like, uh, severely endangered animal you want. Yeah. If you happen to have, like, the last, you know, breeding pair of an animal that's about to go extinct, a responsible government could seize it. And, and try to breed them before they go get completely wiped out. Not necessarily trust you yeah. to raise your own pandas or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't trust me to raise a panda. No, it'd be cool, but in, yeah. in the end it would go poorly. Yeah, no, I just I just don't have enough bamboo around here. No, we'd have to get more bamboo. Yeah, we have none. Like, it grows fast. Well, good, because pandas eat a lot of it. Yeah, you'd so, have to, like, grow it on the roof or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. But no, these... Uh, yeah, no, dragons, they get big, and we really don't know, and and poor young Daenerys does not know how to deal with them. It's like, okay, I raised them since they were little, I kind of took care of them, I taught them one trick, which is literally kill with fire. Yeah, which is a useful trick, especially if you're planning on taking it into battle. Yeah. But at the same time... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, I've got these little things, they're getting big fast, I don't actually know how to manage them. If one of them decides to fly off and not come back... Right. It's gone. And, and also... We better wait for it. Also, when Daenerys gets her dragons, you know, she doesn't have much. She's got what's left of a Khalasar. She's got a few followers, a couple of warriors. She, You know, she doesn't really have any property or land or a kingdom or anything yet. So, she's like... She's got one sweaty guy wearing armor in the desert. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, if she were, you know, if she were queen of Restoros... Then she could have, you know, all the resources of the land to help, you yeah. know, manage the dragons. You know, like, feed them and territory hey, and whatnot. build a large habitat to keep these guys in. Exactly. Because they need it. Yeah, if you have nowhere to put them because you don't have anything yet, yeah. then you're really screwed. Yeah, it's like, boy, I hope they don't outgrow these baskets. They will. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, no, she's just kind of fucked. I mean, like, to get way spoilery... Go for it. Yeah, I mean... and this is We gonna, alerted them like five times. Yeah, but this is going to ruin it for you, too. I don't care. Yeah. You're the authority on this. To get way spoilery, exactly. No, one of them flies off on its own, doesn't come back for months. When she finally, you know, goes off with it and tracks it down and is staying with it, uh-huh. it's like, okay, here I am. Uh, you're big enough for me to ride, and you seem pretty tough and independent. It doesn't want her riding it. It's just being a dick. It lurks in its cave all day. And, like, when she gets close, it's like, hey, maybe I'll kill you, maybe I won't. I'm not saying something bad's going to happen, <laughs> but something bad could happen. And if it does, well, I think the public at large is going to blame you because that's just the world we live in. Yeah. And the dragon is a dick. And so... Well, yeah. I mean, if you... You know, how do you train something to be written if it doesn't want to be written? 
how did you train the first horse to be a mount? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. It's like, uh, it's easy now if you're starting yeah. from scratch. I assume some guy like snuck up and got on it and just hung on. <laughs> you know, and like or like, like those old cowboy stories about, you know, yeah. you find the meanest horse and you you know, you stay yeah. on its back until it, it accepts you as its master. You ride a tornado. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, I, I assume it was just like some some people in some crappy village somewhere rounded a bunch of them up into a pen, and then, you know, when they had babies, they trained those. Right. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, but if you've got the only three dragons in existence, you've only really got one shot. Yeah. Or at least three shots, I guess. But you know what I mean. Well, yeah, but at the same time, uh, it's also stated throughout the story that there is a little of the Bond creature thing going on wherein uh, dragons live a long time. You know, when the person who rode that dragon dies, they'll get a new person to ride him. Sure. But no human has ever had two dragons. Uh... Like, once it's, it's a really interesting twist on it. It's like the dragons are still the Bond creature, but we're the ones sort of who are bonding more heavily, like... That makes sense. You don't really need to ride more than one anyway. Yeah, but like, you know, oh, this is the dragon I will ride. You want to ride my dragon? Oh, oh, no, that wouldn't feel right. Okay. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, so, interesting deconstruction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. But yeah, ultimately, the problem with raising your own dragon is that it gets... By the time it's big enough to be useful to you... Right. It's... Too big to start training now. <laughs> yeah, you have to condition it early on. Yeah. Like, maybe pretend like you're going to ride it before it can really support your weight. Dominance show. Yeah, and then it burns your nipples off. I mean, <laughs> Well, not if it thinks you're its mom. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's, those are the risks in, tra- in raising a dragon, basically. Yeah. yeah. The inherent risk of raising your own dragon is that they can set stuff on fire. That's like, a big risk right there. Flammable pets. Yeah. I don't have a pet eel, and those can only electrocute you. Yeah, and that's not pleasant from what I've heard. No. 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 Being electrocuted sucks. Yeah, I mean, like, just because it's an eel doing it doesn't make it better. No. No, it, it, no it if really anything, doesn't. it's worse, because then you're getting electrocuted and you're touching a weird, gross creature. Like, eels are gross. I'm sorry. I, I mean, eel, like... No, eels are... I think it's pretty much uh, universally accepted that eels are gross. Yeah, no, I mean... I don't feel like I'll, we're going to get a lot of angry hate mail about yeah. how, like... You know, we're discriminating against eels. Like, I try to be open-minded about animals. You know, I used to be afraid of snakes. Now I like snakes. You know, I'll hold a snake. Snakes are cool. Yeah, but, like, eels, no, they're slimy. Snakes are not slimy. Snakes are dry. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think that, I think slime is the factor for me. Slime and number of legs. Uh, well... Yeah. Uh, too many legs, it just gets unpleasant. Snakes, no legs. I was going to so, say, an eel and a snake have the same number of legs. Yeah, so. but the eel has an exponentially more slime. True. Yeah. True. So, so. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't like touching fish. I don't like touching amphibians, like frogs and stuff. And fish just aren't fun to touch. Yeah, no, they're weird. It's, uh, yeah, they're not like cuddly pets. I, I mean, I don't want to get in the water with fish in it. I don't go in the ocean. I'm, I do not get in the ocean. Because a fish could come up and just fuck up my day. You know, like, I got in the ocean, your feet touch a little bit of seaweed, and you're like, oh, God, what if it's a fish? You know, I mean, I don't want to step on a fish. I don't want a fish nibbling me. I don't want a fish swimming up my trunks. I I, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Why are we going in the ocean? Oh, my God. Whales are cool, though. Oh, yeah, whales are cool. I like but, whales. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't want one biting me because they're huge, but... Yeah, no, but... I mean, they're, I, they're cool. 
I, I'd be more open to a whale. Whales just are, they're fat and they sing. I guess because it's a mammal. I don't know. Maybe that's just my mammal bias kicking in. Yeah, but you also like reptiles. Well, I like You're them. A but reptile I, yeah, person. I do. I, I enjoy reptiles. So yeah. Yeah. But but at the same time, I mean, maybe that's just my mammal bias. I mean, because like, yeah, touching a dragon does not worry me because they are you know scaly and dry, and I assume quite toasty. Yeah, I mean, a, a properly trained dragon, you know, would not be bad to to touch or ride upon as long as you weren't afraid of it, you know, killing you or throwing you off or yeah. anything like that. Because yeah. it's not just the the fire issue. The fire issue is the most obvious, the most prominent issue. But there's also the issue of teeth and claws and horns and spikes because something that 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 fantasy illustrators cannot get enough of yeah something that they just love to do is just pimping out their dragons it's like okay <laughs> what does it actually need to be it needs to be a lizard that breathes fire and maybe has wings maybe right but then it's like okay how big are its claws oh huge at least dinosaur big maybe bigger okay what kind of teeth are we dealing with also huge so many and shark, then, shark numbers of teeth. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, cool. So it's a big uh, flying thing that's also dangerous. No, 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 no. It's got to have some horns and some spikes and some tail spikes and a big spiky club at the end of the tail like a, like a stegosaurus, you know. Oh, yeah, and, uh, ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus, right. Stegosaurus just has tail spikes. Ankylosaurus has the club. Yeah. And dragons fucking have both. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. You know what I think would be ideal? No, it can't fly, but yeah. I would like a triceratops, right? Because it's nice and smooth on the back. There's nothing dangerous there. And then you've got the front, like, hood, right? Yeah. And then you got spikes facing out front-wise. Yeah. But, you know, those are pointed away from the rider. Yeah. So and you got you got and you even you can even kind of kind of uh, hold on to that like crest yeah, you thing got in a the nice, front. You got a nice big bony thing to hold on to. Yeah, and then it's got spikes in the front to to you know, fend off anything that might yeah. get in your way. Now the worst dinosaur to ride, I think, would be well. The worst dinosaur to ride would probably be a stegosaurus. A stegosaurus, a dimetrodon. Yeah, I'll with tell the you. Sail. Yeah, I'll tell you though, a bad one to ride that you you'd think, oh, I'll ride this one, but you can't. Uh-huh. Is the uh, styracosaurus, which is a relative of the triceratops. Oh, but its fan is not just a fan. Its fan is covered in horns. All oh, right, and they're pointed towards where towards a rider, the rider would be. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's a like, bad idea. That's like you think hitting the steering wheel is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have to pull up fast on yeah. one of those things, you just face full of spikes. Yeah, no, you get impaled if yeah. you're riding that thing. No, you so don't want I that. Guess yeah, raising a dinosaur is probably safer than raising a dragon, unless it's that dinosaur. It that really depends on the kind of dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I assume. I was about to say a velociraptor, but actual velociraptors are way smaller and way more feathery than the ones in the movies. Right. The velociraptors in the movies and in those books are actually a Deinonychus or Deinonychus, depending on how you pronounce it. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, there's a lot of species in the raptor family, but... Yeah, but those are the ones with the big claws who look exactly like the raptors in the movies. But they're also, they're very bird-like. They're kind of bipedal, almost, like kind of hunched over bipedal, so they're just not built for, for riding anyway. Well, no. Not like your, your quadrupedal cow-like well, dinosaurs. I'm not even talking about riding them anymore. I'm just talking about who, what would you want to have around. Oh, you know? and you I would think, probably oh. want a herbivore around. Exactly. Because this guy, you see him, and he's like, oh, he's, you know, not he's, he's about as tall as a human. You know, he's got those nimble little hands. Maybe he can work in the garden. What's he do? He fucking eats you. Yeah. Yeah. And if he's real smart, he opens your doors. Yeah, he can learn to open doors. Yeah. So... 
Like, yeah, yeah no. you thought, oh, hey, I've got me a cool gardener. And then what's he do? He opens the garden shed, and does he get weapons out of there to kill you with? No, he doesn't need them, because he has big-ass claws. You know, the problem with dragons is there aren't any herbivorous dragons. There aren't. Yeah. yeah I mean, if like, you had a dragon that just ate, like, leaves, then, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be as intimidating in a fantasy scape, yeah. but... But there is a a surprising lack of uh, of biodiversity within the dragon uh, uh, family or genus, you know? You really only do one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, realistically, if there was one kind of dragon, then either there would be more kinds or there were more kinds at one point before those species died off. Well, you'd have a whole trail of dead descendants like humans. Exactly. I mean, there's no more Australopithecine or Cro-Magnon or anything like that. Exactly. And and there would be those forking uh, branches that ended up being dead ends or got killed off by us. Oh, yeah. You'd have millions of years of, like, failed dragon uh, 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 ancestry. Exactly. For there to just be the one kind, I mean, yeah, maybe it's plausible now, but at some point in the past... You know, there probably were dragons that ate leaves or, you know, little tiny cute dragons that never got very big. Like teacup ate, dragons. Yeah, they ate like mice, you know. That'd be cute. Yeah. I would get a teacup dragon. That'd be sweet. They could still start a fire, though, to burn down your house. That's yeah. no good. You don't I want mean, even a little bit of fire. The fact, that, the fact that, you know, they can fly implies there are probably some ancestors or re- relations of the dragons that, that specialized a little more heavily in that. It got a little more pterodactyly, a little birdier. Ooh, you know? ooh, I got the best one, though. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, you, you get a, a, a dragon that, um, when fully grown, is about the size of, like, a mouse. And okay, you can, that's like, adorable already. You can teach it, like, voice commands and stuff, and you can keep it in your pocket, and you can use it to light your cigarettes. I love that dragon. Wouldn't that be an amazing... I would love to have that dragon. I yeah. would always have one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would keep one of those around... I mean, and if that dragon lives for 150 years, whatever, I'll leave it to somebody, you know? Yeah, you pass on that dragon, yeah. you know. Like, what's the, what's, the, what's the command word for fire? Uh, that would be Dracaris. Dracaris, yeah. You, you got it in your pocket or something, you pull it out, and you, you whisper, Dracaris, and it lets you cigarette, and you look real badass. That's, yeah. like, way more badass than a Zippo. No, I would love that dragon. Yeah. I would love to have a little tiny mouse-sized dragon riding <laughs> around in my pocket. Yeah. Keeping me warm. Yeah. Because I have a little, like I tiny said, little heating pad in your pocket. Like I said, dragons get hot, probably. Yeah. Because they're full of fire. I mean, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, they're full of something combustible. Maybe a back where the tonsils would be, they've got a pilot light, and yeah. they're just full of, like, flammable gas. Oh, yeah, no, people... That's the thing. Because everyone wants an explanation for everything now... Like, you can't just make a fantasy story and say magic did it anymore. You have to come up with the reasons for shit. Right, you gotta work out how something could breathe fire. Yeah, they've come up with, like, serious diagrams of, like, dragon anatomy in which, uh, for example, you know, like, oh, yeah, the dragon's bodies naturally produce uh, chemicals that are like napalm, but they're produced by two separate glands that both secrete the chemicals at the same time. So that they combine only on the way out. So they don't blow up the dragon before that. Well, there's an insect that actually does that. Which I think is what that analysis is based on. It's called the bombardier beetle. Oh, yeah. The and one that blows, it ignites its farts or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it shoots out this little like explosive chemical. But it doesn't kill the bug. It just like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, the chemicals don't combine to become combustible until they're already on the way out. <laughs> right, right, right. So it'd, be, it'd have to be something like that. But a bombardier beetle doesn't shoot out like an actual jet of fire. No, it just, like, shoots out, like, energy. Poof, you know? 
Yeah, or yeah. like some kind of like painful chemical or something. Yeah, I forget the specifics, but yeah, there's some kind of tiny shockwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you could scale that up, maybe, but then I don't know how you would ignite it. Like, is there a piece of flint in his teeth? I don't know. Dragons would have, I believe, in at least one explanation of the anatomy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They swallow rocks, like uh, like some creatures that have you know gizzard stones. Oh, like chickens. Yeah. Yeah. They swallow rocks. And then they have, like... They bang the rocks together to make a spark. Yeah, they have, like, muscles around the organ that holds the rocks that make a spark. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. That's clever. That'd be cool. All right, so there's pros and cons to raising your own dragon, yeah. basically. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. worked out how it would... Uh, the, I guess I guess if you wanted to have dragons in a zoo, mm-hmm. you'd just have to keep stray rocks out of the pen. I think, yeah, it might be a, a situation where you have to remove... Uh, you know, if there's like a gland yeah. or something that you could safely remove to yeah, like, keep it from being able to make fire. Yeah, or because I, I mean, keep it away from rocks if you want to do it the natural way. But yeah, you could probably remove the gland, like like with a skunk. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. They like, take out the gland that makes it, you know, whatever not friendly that flammable chemical. Yeah, so you just well, have these, these kind of impotent dragons. But I was going to say, well, it's not flammable on a skunk; it's just foul. But. Uh, Similar concept. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's got the the little chemical in its ass, and you take that out, and suddenly the skunk is super friendly and cuddly. Yeah. I mean, it, it always was, but you didn't want to startle it before that. So the thing about actually it, super cute. The thing about a dragon, like, if you took away its claws and, like, dulled its teeth, and, you know, removed its fire gland or whatever, right? Yeah. There's really two possibilities. Would it be, like, a skunk, where it's, like, sweet and becomes kind of friendly, like you can domesticate it a little bit? Yeah. Or... Would it slowly, like, go crazy in, like, impotent rage because it has a, a memory of abilities it used to have that it no longer has, like an ostrich? Oh, God. You've seen ostriches. You look an ostrich in the eye. They are fucking crazy and murderous, and they don't know why. There's, like, a million years of just impotent rage because it's like, why can't I fly? Yeah, well, yeah. not just why can't I fly, but the ostrich, in addition to being unable to fly, you look in its eyes and you see impotent rage because it's like... Why am I not a Tyrannosaurus? That's true. That's true. Not only did it used to be a bird, before that it used to be a dinosaur. Yeah. There's, like, so much, like, pent-up weird, like, half-ancestral memories in an ostrich's brain. An ostrich is a furious beast. Yeah. Yeah. They're just these fat things that run around and kick. And, and they got weird heads for no reason. Yeah. I'd, like, be, I'd be pissed as hell if I was an ostrich. Why does it even need that neck? I don't know. Yeah. If I was an ostrich, I'd be mad all the time. Yeah, and they are. Yeah, yeah. Because they're fucking ostriches. They have to wake up every day and look in the mirror, and they're like, "Ah, oh, shit, I'm still an ostrich." Okay, yeah. just like John Mayer, he has to wake up every day and still be John Mayer, and, and he puts up a brave face and is a slimy douchebag. But you know what? That's just a defense mechanism, okay? Because every day he has to wake up and look in the mirror and be like, "I'm still this guy." I'm still the guy who wrote that fucking song about your body is a wonderland. I have to live with that for the rest of my life. When I die, they're going to put lines from that song on my fucking tombstone, okay? <laughs> and, and for the rest of my life, I'm just that ostrich who fucked Lindsay Lohan. I have a lot less sympathy for John Mayer than I do for ostriches. Yeah, ostriches can't help it. No. Yeah, John Mayer, most of that shit's his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. All right, so, uh, yeah. That's what we learned about ostriches. John Mayer, and I guess dragons too, whatever. And dragons, yeah. <laughs> All right. So until next week... Have a good breakfast, everybody. Look in the mirror and be glad you're not John Mayer. Or an ostrich. Or an ostrich. Yeah. Have a good breakfast. Bye. <laughs>